Okay, we had a little technical difficulty there. So I'm gonna pick up where we left off. Um, Rana is extremely successful and she's a ex shining example for her kids of um, being involved in the community, going after your goals, being true to yourself. She has four children. Um, her oldest, she just graduated, right, from college? She's about to graduate, yeah. Oh, June. my gosh. And she's at Wesley, right? She's at Wellesley, yeah. Wellesley, Wellesley. College. And, oh, my yeah, God. Wellesley. Wellesley. Yeah. That's where that's I okay. went, right? <laughs> yeah. That's... I went to the generic one. Okay. Um, so what is her major? I know she traveled abroad. Mm -hmm. She studied abroad. And actually, during COVID, mm -hmm. right, she had yep. to... How did that, I mean, I know you yeah. <laughs> unconditionally, I just, as a mom, how did you even navigate that? Yeah, it was pretty stressful. So she went to, she goes to Wells, to Wellesley in Boston and she um, went away to Scotland for her third, for her second semester of her junior year last year during, right before COVID mm -hmm. and was actually having the time of her life. She is um, majoring in English and environmental science and minoring in music. And so she was in Scotland, literally having the best time at University of Edinburgh. They have a great environmental science um, department. And she met all these interesting people. She was having amazing experiences and then had to come home. It was pretty traumatic, actually. Um, I actually had four out of the country who all had to come home, but um, that's another story. Yeah, they were all gone. Well, well where, talk where was Emma? So where Emma, was Emma was at her gap year in Israel. This yep. is where she volunteered to help people. Oh yes. my God. Yeah. She was at Madresha Torchata. So she was doing volunteer work and, and learning in, in Israel. And then my twins were on a pro, on a program, a Ramah program, a semester Ramah program, and they had to come home. Were they the, in high school then? High school? Yeah. They're still in high school. They're juniors now. Right. Yeah. So I send them for the usually second semester, sophomore year, typically. That's when I've sent my kids away and they, they had to go. So they all were gone and they all came out. It was crazy. How did you do that? Because like, how did you get them flights? How did you get their stuff? Yeah, we just literally, I mean, all of them, luckily we had like a couple days for, to prepare the school, like Emma, the twin school, Ramad took care of it. I mean, that was easy. Um, Emma, we were like, you're getting on a plane now. And so she literally was on like one of the last planes out of Israel and then Abby like planned, but like it was about a week later, she got home from Scotland with all her stuff. I mean, got all her stuff home. It was just a mess. I mean, it was just, and then the problem is going to school online, all those places. Like the twins did a Ramah semester. We couldn't go back to their school. They couldn't go back to Seven Hills because they weren't enrolled. So they were online with Ramah. In the middle in of the night, right? Yes. Crazy town. Yes. And then Abby was online for Scotland. Right. Same thing. Middle of the night. I don't even know. And then Emma sort of finished. I mean, she didn't really have to finish so much. It wasn't, that's not, wasn't for credit. Right. It was crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. So I know um, Emma is at the University of Maryland. Is it College Park? College Park. Yes. How is she loving college now? She absolutely loves it. Now, all of her classes are online, but luckily for her, she already had a community kind of going in because she had met a bunch of kids in Israel last year. Every year they had like these big parties. Well, this was pre-COVID party for like a pizza party. Like the Hillel director of Maryland will come and say, I'm having a pizza party for all the upcoming, you know, ingoing freshmen going into Maryland. So there was like a hundred people at this pizza party. So she met all these kids and her camp friends were going to, to Maryland. 
So she has a whole community there through right. Hillel. She's the happiest person alive, probably. Um, and having the time of her life. Yes. It's vaccinated and all. Yeah. So Amazing. she's good. <laughs> yeah. And so the twins, for some reason, I thought that they were seniors this year. Yeah. They're the same age as a lot of their friends who are a little bit older, but they're juniors. Yeah. Okay. So are they starting the college process now? Oh, yes. They are starting the college process. And after going through it twice, you know, we have a little bit more knowledge and we have a little bit more understanding. Um, and so they are starting to narrow it down. They each want different things. Each want different things out of their social experiences, their academics, their majors. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of also figuring it out a lot of them, a lot of it themselves with the help of the college counselors, you know, at their school. Right. So as a parent who has successfully had gotten two children from beginning to end there, um, what sort of advice could you give to other parents who might be listening um, as to how you've survived this? Um, and do not say wine. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. I'll take that off the list. Take it off the list. Oh my gosh. So I think you know, with your first one, you're, it depends, like your first experience with this, you know, you're obviously much more nervous. I was at least much more nervous, much more uptight about the whole thing, right? Cause you're like, oh, the kid is going to college and blah, blah. But the truth is, I think just trying to relax a little about it and having faith in the fact that, look, it's a lot of it is out of your control. Mm-hmm. Your kids can do the best they can do. And, and then it's kind of out of their control. And, right. you know, you, they have to try their hardest. They have to get the best grades they can get and try to learn as much in high school of how to have, you know, be good at time management, that executive functioning, advocating for themselves, all those things. So they can be, no matter where they end up, a very productive college student and to get the most out of the experience. So I would say just trying to enjoy it, trying to not be like a, you know, helicopter parent, trying to sort of let the process happen. I know it's hard, but yeah, it's hard not to do. Um, And every kid is different. And if you remember that and having twins is really, of course, been an eye opener for me, but Every kid's different. Like my oldest went to an all women's college, you know, and actually now she would take it back and say she didn't, she didn't like that experience, to be honest with you. Um, So she really now wishes there was, it was a co-ed school. So Mm -hmm. I think the other thing is just really thinking through together as a family, the options, because sometimes they think they want something and that's what she thought she wanted. And it was a, a very intense educational academic experience, but socially it wasn't so great. Yeah. But in the long run, she actually just got accepted to Imperial College of London, and she's going there for her master's of public health in September. So it was a great experience for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. So she's super excited. She gets to go back to the UK. She's very excited. Oh, my gosh. I want yeah. a magnet. Okay. She needs to send me a magnet. <laughs> a magnet. Oh You're so funny. She'll no, get you a magnet. <laughs> I, I live vicariously through my friends. That's really. Yeah, good. me too. You're you my know. kids. So, yeah, so she got a great academic experience, but honestly, for this, this is a great, you know, thing to, to, to tell is that the social experience is a big part of college and yeah, you can't ignore that. And she really yeah. thought, okay, I'll be fine. She wanted a women's environment. She didn't want any mansplaining, quote unquote, but now she's like, I wish there were some boys at that school. So yeah, it was intense, you know, so yeah, everybody's different. So this past year, I've been working with another student and Unfortunately, they didn't get into the University of Maryland. So I called on their behalf and they had over 50,000 first year student applications this year. Oh my gosh. Exactly. So something else to be mindful of for all those parents out there is that you really don't know who you're competing against, um, what the traffic looks like, so to speak. And, um, you know, 
what's a positive for this family is their daughter is going to take a gap year and reapply early admission um, for the following year. So it shouldn't be a problem, but -hmm. it was an eye opener for them because you really don't think that 50,000 college age students are first year students are going to apply to one university. It's over. Oh, it's been, it is. And I think also because of COVID, like the, the scores now are optional for most yes, places. And so I think people are like, oh, I have a better chance. They're not going to, whether they did mm-hmm. well or not, you know, they're not going to see my scores. And I think the key, what you were talking about when he says, I think early is the key. So like, even if you're not even sure you want to go to Maryland, let's say, you know, I had Emma apply early action because she knew she wanted to go there, but some, you know, but, but you should still apply early action to yes. any school. I think that you potentially want to go to, because it just shows the interest. Um, an early decision is different. Like Abby, if when early decision, you have to commit, like yeah. she applied early decision to Wellesley. And so when she got in, she was going, it wasn't an option. Yeah. Um, the early action is, is much easier. And, and, you know, you have, you have options, but at least they know the school knows that you're interested. Absolutely. Absolutely. So one question I do ask as I'm wrapping up is um, completely uh, not college related directly, but I know both you and I share a love for coffee. Um, So uh, favorite coffee, and that'll be our sponsor for today's podcast. (laughs) So actually, we at our house drink Death Wish coffee. (gasps) That stuff is amazing. Oh my yeah, god! I got a lot of caffeine too, but I need that. So yeah. I have two cups in one one container in the morning, one craft of two cups, and that gets me through the day. Oh my gosh! It's delicious. So we just want to thank Death Wish Coffee for sponsoring today's podcast. Actually, for sponsoring today, let's just say that. Yes, we are so, so grateful. Um, it is a killer. It's awesome. It I have great. had it before, and it just keeps me going like I really yeah. need caffeine but you know it's it's just a benefit right it's great you're so funny anyway I love so, Rana thank you so much for joining us um you really have such a beautiful perspective having been going through the college process yourself and helping your children and the advice to parents it, it's really beneficial like we need to just chill out we need to enjoy the process we need to help our students kind of understand the big picture um, instead of just trying to, you know, get where they want to go initially. Because like you said, um, looking back on Abby's college experience, she might be like, I really wish I should have. And nobody wants to should on themselves, you know, nobody. Mm-hmm. You're exactly it. right. Yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah. Perfect. So thank That's you perfect so way to much. It. You're welcome. Thank you, Wendy Sue. I